and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan, and in follow-up to an earlier podcast with Catherine Keena on the new Agri-Climate Rural Environment Scheme, also known as ACRES. On this week's episode, I'm joined by Chagas Advisor from County Mayo, Austin Callaghan, with key advice to help apply for ACRES and complete your plan. Austin, you're very welcome. Before we get into the main details, can you give an overview as to what is ACRES? Well, ACRES is uh, replacing uh, the GLOSS scheme and the environmental scheme that will be there for the next five years for farmers to participate in. And um, a, as I say, it's a replacing GLOSS and um, it, the scheme is now open for farmers to complete their applications. They won't be able to submit them for uh, some number of weeks yet, but uh, and the application period will be up until November. Now, that may be extended, but at the moment, it's up until November. Okay, And there will be a second round of applications next year um, in the autumn also. And the department envisaged that um, at this stage, there will be only two rounds of applications this autumn and the autumn of uh, 23. I suppose the major difference with acres compared to the other previous agri-environmental schemes, such as GLOSS that you mentioned, will be the change from action-based payments to results-based payments. What does that mean for listeners? Yeah, well, I know there's a lot, a good bit of talk about the results-based and we don't want to get maybe overdrawn into it. There are some results-based actions in it and obviously they'll deal a lot more so maybe with commonages, but on the grass side of things, for example, in GLOSS there was an action called low-input permanent pasture. And the traditional hay meadow they were in glass, um, they are no longer there. And the traditional hay meadow is gone in acres. Um, the grass is can measure. There's two grass measures in uh, acres, and um, the main one being extensively grazed pasture, which replaces technically the uh, the loam for permanent pasture. There's also a grassland measure called uh, league or league or low input grassland, and this area will be scored. And so. Um, there is a talk about results-based, and we just want to get drawn in that the whole uh, scheme is results-based. There's elements within the scheme that are results-based. There are actions still there as in the past, like planting of hedgerow, low emission slurry spreading, for example, uh, fencing of watercourses, which has um, probably changed its name to riparian buffer strips, but more or less the same thing, fencing the watercourse. Um, a lot of those measures are still there, and um, protection of traditional dry stone wall maintenance. And in relation to the grassland actions that you mentioned, how are those fields going to be assessed? Well, um, when we're completing our walks now, we'll be, we'll be deciding with the farmer whether we're going to put them in as extensively grazed pastures. And the farmer will be paid on that measure €200 Euro per hectare. And the farmer can claim up to 10 hectares on that. He can also claim up to 10 hectares of the, the low input grassland. And we'll be picking suitable fields now um, based on probably the presence of wildflowers. Um, are not. Um, now, obviously, we'll be, hopefully there will be a number of flowers there on our inspection at this time of year, and it won't be that easy to find some of these, obviously, because obviously we're out of the flowering season. But um, we'll be picking suitable fields, and again, this time uh, in the summer of next year, we'll be scoring those fields. Now, we'll be picking fields that are suitable. If they're not suitable, we'll probably be moving the field towards the extensively grazed pasture. So between the farmer and ourselves, we'll be deciding whether the field or the grassland field will be going towards extensively grazed pasture are the uh, low-input grassland, for example. And the low-input grassland needs to be scored at least three times in the scheme in year one, year three, and year five. And the farmer's payment will be based on the score. If he is above a score of four out of 10, for example, he'll get a payment of 250 euro per hectare. Now, if he's below the four out of 10, he'll get no payment per hectare 
but that payment, if the scores go up to eight or nine out of 10, can go up to 400 euro per hectare. So it really comes down to when you're completing the plan with the farmer. As well, the other actions that you mentioned there, such as fencing the watercourses, what other actions do you think would be relevant for farmers when they're completing the plan? In this area up here, and obviously the watercourse ones, protection, the protection of watercourse has changed to what's called riparian buffer strip. And the payments are quite good on these. Actually, you can actually fence up to the what farmers had fenced in the past is at 1.5 meters, and that's paid at one euro thirty per meter per per annum going forward. If the farmer decides to fence back further at three meters um, and or six meters, the payment can increase to over two euro per meter per year. Um, so that's one that will be relevant on a lot of farms down here in Mayo. Um, and new kind of payments there are there's a uh, repair there's grassland uh, strips as well within the scheme and those are paid quite well um grassland margins where the farmer fences off a margin of up to six meters now i know a farmer it's kind of going again the grain just fencing off an area of up to six meters um along a margin but it is paid um quite well of up to 137 per meter and when you do a calculation per hectare for example of the area that's set aside it comes into quite a substantial payment per hectare and in relation to the dry stone wall maintenance that you mentioned, what would the payment for that action be? The payment is over 70 cents per uh, metre as it was in glass. I think it's about 76 cents. Now that's paid on the internal walls and the roadside walls, provided you can see those walls and the walls are maintained. If they're covered in ivy or bushes, well, then you cannot see the wall that it's maintained on a regular basis. Those walls aren't eligible. Or if there's concrete used in the walls, those walls aren't eligible. But for the internal walls and the roadside walls, where you can maintain both sides of the wall. It's over 70, it's up to 76 cents per meter. Um, boundary walls, which are joining your neighbors, are the payment will be halved in that case. All right. Okay. And in relation to farmers that you're working with, can you give an example of a plan or the actions that might be typical for a particular beef farm and what would the typical payment rates be? Yeah, well, a lot of them, they'll have to be going for some of the grassland measures to increase their payment, all right, to get the payment up. So, for example, in the extensively grazed pasture, they will up, operate up to the 10 hectares there in a lot of cases. Where we're finding on the ground, um, the good grassland, the ones that We'll have some flowers there and we'll be putting in some of that as well. So you can technically, if you had enough ground, put in 10 hectares of the low input grassland and up to 10 hectares of the extensively grazed pastures. Um, those will be two major um, measures. Um, in addition to that, then obviously, is the riparian um, strips. Something that's very attractive within the scheme is the, uh, which compared to the past, this riparian buffer zone, where if you fence off anything between 0 0.04 of a hectare up to two hectares and obviously you have to leave it there you won't be allowed to graze it but you have to top it once a year you can get paid up to 1500 euro per hectare on that and that's kind of a new um action within the, within acres so some farmers will avail of that particularly maybe on ground that's marginal and they're not getting a huge amount of it provided it's touching the water course obviously and the payment on that is up to 1500 euro per hectare obviously if they're not going to do the zone they'll be doing the buffer strips where there's a good bit of water course there's also protection of archaeological features they're not paid massively but 125 euro per uh, archaeological uh, feature on your farm there is also planting of hedgerows, which farmers done in the past, and we've been encouraging farmers to plant hedgerows. Um, and in Gloss, there was a limit of 200 metres in acres. The limit there is up to 750 metres, and the payment is 529 per 
meter per annum. Now, we don't have to plant up to 750, two or 300 meters will add 1,000, 1,500 euro to your payments. So uh, farmers will be availing of those different actions, uh, low emission slurry spreading in cases where the farmer isn't uh, very intensive will be paid in acres at about one euro 20 per cubic meter when that's roughly about 40 or 50 euro per bay of slag shed slurry spread, all right? Um, so those are the measures in general, capturing stonewall maintenance. Tree planting then is one farmers have done in the past and some farmers will do it again in the future. And there is a change in that, in that the tree needs basically four meters between the trees. So if you're to plant them in a group, 100 trees, for example, will need um, 0.16 of a hectare or 0.4 of an acre to plant 100 trees. And the trees in that situation are paid uh, €6.20 per tree um, per annum. All right. And you have to plant the trees once off and the trees need to be planted by the end of March uh, 2024. So a lot of different actions there really. We'll revolve a lot around the grassland measures, uh, uh, water courses, uh, maybe the grassland margins, stonewalls, uh, hedgerow planting as I say and some tree planting. A lot of farmers would have applied and used the wild bird cover for glass. Is that an option under acres yes. as well? The wild bird cover is there um, in acres. Now, in the last glass, you needed the bird cover to promote you to tiers. So just to make farmers aware, there are tiers within the uh, program. And um, obviously, farmers who apply under tier one will be ex have a better chance to get into the scheme if, farm if the department goes selecting applicants. So farmers applying under tier one and those are farmers with special area conservation or common age for example or if they have rare breeds of stock on their farm or if they're organic farmers those farmers are automatically in tier one in tier two um in glass the last time around farmers put in the bird cover which is this time around called winter bird food as a as opposed to wild bird cover and they put that in in glass to promote themselves to tier two <clears throat> The promotion to tier two with the winter bird food is no longer there. Um, so some farmers will continue to do the winter bird food. It's paid this time around at a thousand per hectare per annum for up to three hectares, but just it's not promote it's not a promoting action. And the department are becoming more tight on the type of ground it's going into. It wouldn't want to be going into very poor ground, as maybe happened in glass. So it needs to go on better ground. So the crop, the crop is in uh, by the 15th of May each year, as, as is required in uh, acres. All right. That's great, Austin. For listeners that are interested in applying, what are the next steps and deadlines that they need to be aware of? Well, um, you, you need to get on to your advisor, your local advisor, your local consultant, and have your name in there. There's a huge number of uh, expressions of interest in with us here in Chagas to uh, apply for the scheme. Um, the difficulty will be getting through them all at this stage. So um, get your name in there straight away if you're interested. Um, and as of now, the department are telling us we have to those applications done by the uh, by November. Um, it's going to be very difficult to get them all done. It's going to take a huge amount of work. So um, you need to get on to your advisor very promptly. And um, the idea being the plans will be in by the end of the year and approved for the 1st of January for the five-year period. And the farmers will get their first payment towards the end of um, 23. So technically, we know gap in their payments. Those in glass, for example, they're getting the payment at the end of 22 and they'll get their first acres payment at the end of uh, 23 provided um, obviously 
they apply to the scheme and are accepted to it. That's great, Austin. Thanks very much. Okay, Catherine. That's all for this week's episode, and my thanks to Austin for joining me on the show. We are currently running a survey to find out how the Beef Edge podcast is of use to you, and if you could click on the link in the episode notes to complete the survey, it will help us improve the show. In the meantime, you can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie, or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.